0: Everybody, this is Heidi St. John. A moment of silence. It's Friday, July 28th. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. <music> I am down here right now in hot, hot, hot Modesto, California. I came from not so hot, but still fairly nice and comfortable Uh, Vancouver, Washington. Well, we are having a great time here in Modesto, looking forward to what God is going to do today and tomorrow. If you are anywhere in the Modesto, California area, come on out and say hello. You can look up Valley Home Educators, uh, you know, just through the magic of Google and find out where I am. So come on out and say hello. I'm down here with my whole family and we would love to meet you. I am also um, really excited because next week, well, first of all, shout out to my assistant Melissa, who just is finishing up her big, huge move from Tennessee to uh, Southern Texas. You guys could be praying for her. That's a big adjustment. Wow. I've been thinking about her, and I'm actually going to go down and uh, say hello to her in a couple of weeks and help hang some pictures on her wall. But I've been thinking about all the moms who are getting ready to go back to school. Ugh. Moment of silence for going back to school. See, here in the Pacific Northwest, we don't start school until September, and the homeschool moms don't really start school until October, if they're really being honest. (laughs) But we hang out a little bit longer, too. I don't think we break until a little bit later in the year. But I know a lot of you are talking about going back to school. I have a lot of you who are homeschooling, like me, and you're thinking about what you're going to do for the next school year. And so I want to talk to you about just Um, what it means to be exhausted. Mm, Can you just, wow, I feel tired, actually. Just talking about it being exhausted makes me exhausted. And so as we think about this, I was thinking about uh, writing about exhaustion in my new book, Becoming Mom Strong. And in there, I was talking about a story. I share a story where I told my husband, I am just so tired all the time. I remember just looking at him. I think our oldest would have been 16 at the time. And I looked at him and I was just going, when? when the heck, when are our lives going to go back to normal? It was 16 years into it. And I was still wondering when I was going to get eight hours of sleep. And you know what? Spoiler alert, I'm still waiting. My husband actually talked me into sleeping. Okay, I'm going to rabbit trail for a second. Has your husband ever done this to you? He talked me into sleeping out in a tent uh, in the yard. (laughs) And our, our big kids were at camp. Um, Our adult kids are actually um, counselors and teachers at the high school camp in our area. And so our high schoolers go and attend there. And we feel great about it because it's pretty much our whole family out there. But we still had two of our younger kids at home. And because we have so many kids in our family, whenever uh, whenever a bunch of them are gone, the dynamic around here is really weird. Uh, Because we're so used to being so busy all the time. There's always something going on. And uh, our kids were kind of sad. The two little ones were kind of sad. And so I took them into town to run errands, and I called my husband to see if there was anything he needed at the store. And he said, hey, Heidi, I'm setting up the tent in the yard, you know, to surprise the kids, and I'll sleep outside with them. Well, of course, they were over the moon when they got home and saw that their dad had put blankets out, and he was building a fire, and the tent was all set up. And I was thinking to myself, my back is going to hurt tomorrow. (laughs) That was legitimately what I thought. I was just like, uh, you know, I'm more of a glamper. I'm not much of a camper. But we brought, you know, a, a sleeping mat out there and uh, I slept on that thing. And it was, you know what, It I won't lie. It was fun. I loved uh, being with the kids. They were tickled pink. I think my husband was just over the moon because I, uh, I don't think he thought I was going to do that because I have two legit fractures in my lower back. And I'll tell you what. Um, I like my mattress. (laughs) I like my bed. And the closer I get to 50, the more I like it. Anyway, I checked my Hilo in the morning, my little, uh, you guys have heard me talk about this before, my little, uh, my uh, app that tells me how much sleep I get and how many steps I take every day in my quest to stay healthy. And I was showing my husband in the morning when we took a walk that I had, a Hilo had recorded that I actually got two hours and forty nine minutes of sleep. (laughs) And so I was particularly tired. And I think just having kids is just exhausting. Just the nature of it is exhausting. Because even if you're not sleeping out in the yard like I was, uh, if you got babies, they're keeping you up all night. And even though it's been nearly 26 years since I brought my first little one home from the hospital, uh, the normal that I thought I was going to find is kind of nowhere in sight still. And so just like you know, wife uh, or um, homeschooler tired has become part of my identity, especially during uh, particularly stressful or busy seasons of motherhood. Um, And for that matter, um, so is absent minded (laughs) become part of my identity when I am trying to juggle too many things or too many activities or too many people at once. uh, I tend to forget things. Do you guys do that? Uh, For example, lately, I've discovered that I need to write things on my to do list like drink water. Otherwise, I forget. And I'm really thankful that breathing is pretty much automatic because I probably would forget That too. So, as with all worthwhile opportunities that we get in this life, motherhood comes with a cost. And I kind of want to talk about that today, not to, you know, not so that we can all sit around boohoo, but so that we can stay focused. And figure out a way to get our energy back, especially for those of you who are in the busy season of nonstop feedings, like my sister Hope, who is a shout out to Hope with her triplets, you know, diaper changes, and uh, my other sisters who are carpooling. Oh my goodness, after school activities, we have teenagers. (sighs) Um, Some of our kids are dating. (laughs) So we got to be strong. And I want to encourage you guys to be mom strong. You know, that's my thing. So um, I hope this encourages you today. If you're tired, I promise you. Uh, relief is in sight. In the meantime, if we need to keep asking Siri to remind us to drink more water, uh, I think that's a good thing to do too. So um, I just wanna talk about exhaustion for just a minute because I think it's kind of like the devil's playground. Have you guys noticed how crabby you are when you're tired? Yeah, because I'm crabby uh, when I'm tired. And I think just like sleep deprived drivers are prone to getting into accidents, the same rule applies to motherhood. So tired moms are sort of like prime candidates for burnout. So if you've ever uh, been completely done, you know what I mean, done as in do your own laundry, find your own food, I don't care where it comes from kind of done. Me too, I get it. And so when I'm tired, here's kind of what happens and see if you kind of recognize yourself in some of these. Uh, The first thing I do when I'm tired is I tend to avoid reading my Bible. Uh, My house turns into a 24-7 movie theater, a.k.a. also known as a video babysitter. Uh, The kids' schoolwork doesn't get done. Laundry piles up. My slow cooker gets dusty. And if you guys know me, you know I have like some sort of sinful affair going on with my slow cooker. Uh, My kids don't get disciplined. Hey, I'm just keeping it real. Uh, School just pretty much doesn't happen. Um, I stop shaving my legs. I might stop showering. And kind of I don't care about any of it. Because when I'm close to burnout, I tend to check out. And so I'm guessing that if we we're having like a, uh, a, an iced coffee at our favorite coffee shop right now, you'd be high five of me because we've all been there. And here's the thing, the key word in burnout is burn, right? Because burnout happens when we focus for too long on the wrong thing, such as uh, keeping up with the Joneses or saying yes to things that we should say no to. And we have to stay on top of the little flare ups before they turn into full blown brush fires. And I think that a lot when I'm down here in California. <laughs> There's tons of brush fires down here. And it's a reminder to me it's like, man, you better stay on top of the flare ups because if we don't, uh, we're going to suffer from burnout. And it's not just our individual homes and families that we need to be concerned about when we're tired because. The entire battlefield is ablaze right now, right? Our kids uh, can't afford to have moms who are burned out and checked out. They need us to be all in. I wanna say that again, for those of you who maybe missed it because your kids were yelling. Your kids can't afford to have you burned out and checked out because they need you to be all in. There's too much going on in the culture right now to um, have moms be so exhausted that we can't stay on the battlefield. And God has given this generation of moms a very special challenge, and that is to train future warriors for the spiritual battle that's unfolding all around us. We've been talking about it on, on Monday and Wednesday, just some of the spiritual implications of the lies that we believe and how tired we get and don't want to fight the battle anymore. And God is asking moms today to be strong in the midst of an incredibly powerful cultural shift away from the truth of God's word. And so it's an awesome responsibility. And I'll just be honest with you. You know, I have seven children, four of them are still at home and it's a daunting task. And Christians especially have the the uh, privilege and the responsibility um, of teaching our kids what it means to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his strength. And the truth is, you know, and the, and the older I get, I think the more I think about this, but the devil also knows that. He knows that, that if this generation of moms is too exhausted to fight, uh, we're going to be tempted to give up. He knows that tired parents have a tendency to uh, look for ways to relieve the stress of parenting by relegating our call to uh, pastors and teachers or Netflix or whatever, you know, uh, soccer tournaments or whatever it is. Simply put, when the going gets tough, a whole bunch of moms, they are checking out because we're just so stinking tired. But uh, if we're going to be mom strong, we can't check out. Instead of checking out, I want to encourage you to check in, and it this starts with just being uh, with a personal commitment uh, to recognizing that the Lord has got to be our source of strength. And so, as a mom strong mom, and this is what I'm going to be talking about for for a long time to come, because I want to encourage you that the strength that you need to find, even when you're tired, even if uh, you're like me and you're still trying to recover from the two and a half hours of sleep you got in the yard last week, uh, we've got to prioritize our relationship with God in the same way that we prioritize every other life-giving aspect of the thing that we do with our kids. So think about it. Uh, Just one day without water, how do you do? How do you do after one day without water? You don't do very well, right? You get dehydrated, and then your kidneys hurt, and then you're thirsty, and then all other things, all other manner of things start to happen. Well, your soul isn't any different. And that's why we can't afford to go even a day without connecting with the Lord. That's why I started the Scripture Writing Challenge. That's why I'm so passionate about getting women in the Word uh, and in prayer, because when we're not doing that, it puts us at risk for... Spiritual dehydration. So, one of my favorite verses is in Isaiah 40, verse 31. It says, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Did you catch that? They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. You see, Isaiah is pointing us to the source of all of our strength it's the Lord. He's reminding us that the Lord is the one who renews our strength. So if you run out of, uh, of energy and you run out of chutzpah and you just think you can't do it one more minute, take a drink of living water. Because according to the Bible, we were born to thirst for our Creator. And if we don't come to Him daily, then we're eventually going to find ourselves weary and weak and discouraged. And it's no wonder. I think that the enemy is working overtime to discourage and deplete moms right now. So think of it this way. A mom who is too tired to pray or read her Bible is not really a threat to the devil. A tired mom is more likely to let let the internet parent her children. Uh, She's apt to miss the subtle signs of a child whose heart is far from the Lord. A tired mom is less likely to spend time with God and without filling up with the source, what does she do? Or what do I do? I run on empty. Uh, Trust me, I've been there. I think I was there last week. <laughs> just, just keeping it real. So if we want to stay ener- energized and be uh, able to address what's happening in the culture with our kids, um, we've got to come back to the source. We've got to come back to the source. And I think all of us, we kind of start out motherhood. And it's not just the start of motherhood. It's the day-to-day. It's the parenting, the teenagers. And honestly, even when your kids are grown, you're still going to be, by the grace of God, engaging with them and helping them with their children. And I think when we start out, uh, we don't really realize how long this thing is going to be, right? Because, you know, we kind of have everything under under control when we first start. At least I used to nap when my baby napped because someone told me to. And my friends would bring me pre-made dinner so I didn't have to cook. and My mother-in-law stopped by and helped me with the laundry and you know, we scheduled the occasional date night and sometimes even a spa day, which I don't think I've done in like a year and a half. Uh, but the thing is, is in a blink, it seems like, uh, I had I went from one kid to five kids and five kids to seven kids. And all of a sudden my life became, you know, carpools and crockpots from the moment I woke up until I laid my head down on the pillow at night. And the date night vanishes and sitters become harder and more expensive, let's be honest, to find. And before you know it, Uh, you're eating leftover tuna casserole three days in a row and wondering when you washed your hair last. Anybody? Anybody? So I just want to encourage you. The psalmist offers a beautiful illustration of what it looks like to live under the covering of our Creator. In Psalm 91, verse 4, David wrote, "'He will cover you with His feathers. He will shelter you with His wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection.'" And I love to imagine myself just snuggled up under the feathers of the Lord Jesus, safely nestled under the wings of God Himself. That is God's heart for you. It is such a precious heart that God has for you. And so I just want to encourage you today as you think about this sort of awe-inspiring picture of the love and protection that God offers you as His child to depend on His protection and access His strength by coming to Him every day. Take a drink of living water, uh, every morning and stay in tune with the spirit throughout the day by listening for a still small voice. You have such an incredible opportunity with your kids. And even now, you know, uh, as I am just coming to the end of my travel season, I can tell you, I struggle with this, uh, in my travel season. Our family has been uniquely gifted to do what we do. We live with, with our mother-in-law. We have, um, a, a, just a wonderful situation as a family that allows for my husband and I to travel, and we often uh, take our kids with us, but it really does come with a cost if we're not careful. And if I'm not careful, if I don't go directly to the Lord when I need His help, if I don't share the challenges that that I'm facing with my husband and also uh, share them with the Lord, um and if I refuse to let him be my shelter, I wind up really tired. And when I'm tired, I'm crabby. I don't know about you, but I can very easily lose sight of the eternal nature of what I'm doing. So I want to just encourage you today, uh, if you haven't already done it, spend time with the Lord, get in his word. Um, you can find my scripture writing challenge at com forward slash scripture writing. There are copywork pages for your kids. You can download all this stuff. It's free. You just have to subscribe to the blog and then spend a few minutes and get up early if you have to. Wake yourself up early. Unless, of course, you've been sleeping like I did in the yard and you're still uh, struggling to get back your mojo. <laughs> uh, God gives you grace. He's a gracious God. And I think sometimes we take advantage of his grace and we just we don't actually access it until it's too late. And so I just want to encourage you today, if that's you, uh, take a break. It's Friday and something that I'm learning in my own life. And uh, I know some of you, this is for somebody, uh, but this is really just my, has been my struggle, uh, you know, my whole life. I have been, God's given me an incredible opportunity to bring uh, life to all kinds of women around the country. But I'm always reminded that my first responsibility is to love on my own kids and to teach my own kids what it means to walk with God. And that is your first responsibility. And so if we're too tired to just, uh, and if we find ourselves in maintenance mode, then I think that part, that most precious part of what God has given us the opportunity to do often gets pushed to the wayside. So I want to encourage you as you go into the weekend, spend time with the Lord. If you need to hit the reset button, hit it. Take a walk with your kids, Go out for ice cream, watch a movie, I don't know, whatever it is you guys do as a family to reconnect, and then ask the Lord to show you His heart, uh, and His heart in the process of mothering, so that when you feel tired, you go to Him to get that uh, your source of energy and strength and purpose and hope and joy renewed, because that's where it's found. It's found in the Word of God. Hey, listen, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, uh, I would be thrilled if you would leave a review for it over at iTunes. You can just hop on over to iTunes, uh, search for The Busy Mom, and then click on the little gear shift, and you can leave a review. I hope you guys are encouraged uh, in what you're doing with your kids and in your marriages. I'm going to come back next week with a very special friend of mine. We're going to be talking about what it means to be an angry mom and how we can— how we can really uh, curb that anger and what God can do. So my friend Wendy will be here next week. Also, my husband is coming on the podcast, and we're going to give you a couple of tips uh, as we come into August for spending a few uh, precious evenings together as a family. Have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.